0: Welcome, historians. Have you ever wanted to know the sad backstory behind Chuck E. Cheese? Or why Blakeley was so bad? Then Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries is the podcast for you. Join host Austin and Brenda on a rollicking journey through obscure nerdy topics. We update with new episodes every Wednesday. Find us wherever you
1: get podcasts. Beep, beep, You know things, I know some too. Sit right down the them to you thing you want to explain these two feminists can entertain nerdy stuff sexy stuff so much to know tune in for the femsplain show
0: Fem-Splain. there you are there you are you are hiding from me no
2: i'm not hiding
0: <laughs> oh well i think you're hiding a little secret and that secret is I don't know what the topic is today I'm so excited that you don't know what the topic is today. <laughs> I also I have one goal on today's episode
2: I think I know what it is but go go ahead and tell me I'm not gonna tell you oh okay well then <laughs> well then I don't know what to Keep say your secrets how <laughs> well a good morning Avalon
0: Good morning, Diana, and as always, good morning, listeners.
2: Or whatever time it is. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nope. Sorry. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, listeners. (laughs) Hi. Well, what's going on today? Uh, I'm recording a little bit of a podcast I like to record. Oh, is it that Femmesplained podcast that you're always talking about? Yes. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I'm not going to tell you about it. no though. today the theme the theme the topic of today's episode is secrets
2: is secrets. You don't get to know what this podcast's about. We're not going to tell you Mm-mm. anything about it. But if you've nope. listened to it before, you then you're in on the secret exactly. And you would have heard our secrets from last week. What were our secrets about last week? Last week our secrets. Were about Stardew Valley. Oh yeah! <laughs> wow. I yeah. I know. I knew that. Um, that was great. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. I've thrown you off your game. You did. You really did. I. You know what? This is all about keeping me on my toes. That's true. Yeah, it's true.
0: All right. So if you want to get in on the secret, this is FemSplain podcast. It is. A queer femme nerd podcast, where two people who
2: self-identify as queer femme nerds talk to each other about a topic every week. Yes, we do. We share those topics with each other, and uh, and and we don't we don't let anybody quiz us. <laughs> those are nope. those are some of the things that happen, and don't we happen. don't let
0: anyone come in here and question our authority or quiz us. Or strive to make us validate ourselves. Or
2: when we're blatantly wrong about things about those (laughs) topics. We We don't apologize. We don't apologize. No. No apologies. Yes. All right. So, Diana, what has nerd culture done for you lately? (laughs) Okay. What has nerd culture done for me lately? I want to... I'm going to save this for... um, Oh, you know what? I am going to save it. I have started playing Stardew Valley, but we're going to talk about that in depth in our homework episode. So I'm not going to talk really about that. But that's been an experience. Um, But as I kind of mentioned last week was that I have gotten to the end of the main game of Dragon Age Inquisition on our stream. So trying out new games and... One of the new games that I have tried was I played uh, What Remains of Edith Finch. We played that on stream the other day. Oh, I love
0: What Remains of Edith Finch.
2: I, wow. That was a super interesting experience. It was, I mean, it was short. I played it in one stream. We played it in in like an hour and a half, uh, you know, Shot. Oh, I'm so
0: mad! I didn't watch.
2: Um, Celeste, uh, Celeste was there, which was nice. She's the best. Um, she is the best. Uh, and everybody was really good about doing like in chat spoiler alerts, not like spoiler alerts. Uh, content warnings without doing spoiler alerts. So it was a really like nice. supportive chat. It was a really like interesting experience all around. It was great. Uh, so that. Uh, I believe I'm also going to be playing Gris on stream soon which is another like heavy storytelling experience with a lot of like uh, strong emotional components to it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm excited to do that and then and then after a couple of these I I believe I'm going to start Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yay! Yay!
0: My favorite. Um. A lot of those. I think it's cool that you're doing so many indies, and a lot of those are specifically ones that Francis is a big fan of. Oh, so really? I'm sure, he's very excited. Yes.
2: Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and it just it just feels very.
0: Okay. You know. What was
2: your favorite
0: without spoilers? What was your favorite little story with Edith Finch?
2: Okay. Um, I I. <laughs> I, I feel like I don't that's such a hard question. I think I think that my favorite one um, is probably the fish guy um, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of an interesting story Two, it's definitely the most interesting use of mechanics in the game. Yeah. Um it's it's very disorienting uh to have to play it like the way the mechanics make you use your hands in opposition to each other uh feels very like distracting and, and makes you feel like you are this guy a little bit. Um but it did make me laugh a lot on stream because I was like wait when I like took a step back and thought about it I was like this guy's fantasy is pretty <laughs> Pretty basic, uh, yeah. <laughs> but 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 it still was like visually very cool and and a very interesting story. Yeah. Oh, that maybe we'll do an episode about that game. Totally worthwhile uh, to do so. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, cool. I loved it a lot. I'm excited for Gris. I'm excited for a new um, blockbuster game. I'm excited for just kind of opening up the stream to to try and play new things and and to to try new things we've been playing a lot of these DD mad libs on stream (laughs) which has been Uh really funny can i read you one from last night that i really liked okay this was the last one we did and i liked it so much because we did some accidental rhyming in it um okay so you're a hero among trees you've swept the dragon and rid the world of evil bees You've avenged your knoll by screaming the pompous orc, Nina. Your name is known far and simple. And after a chewy love affair with the town trash collector, you've Mm. Frenchly decided to settle down and have a few chocolates. You're tired (laughs) of a life of of, uh, scraping. If this describes you, it's time to print a brand meaningless character sheet... And roll a new Marty with something to prove. After all, <laughs> fortune favors the misshapen.
0: Uh, oh, I do really like that. Yeah,
2: I really like it. It's really fun. The chat gets to suggest things, and it's just like a good, a good old time. Oh, how wholesome! Are you streaming more? Because it seems like you're covering more ground with games,
0: or is it just it's that just Dragon that, Age was? It's
2: just that since Dragon Age, uh, the main game has finished, I've decided that like, um, there's really only like a couple of stream length sessions left in like the content available in the game mm-hmm. so i'm just taking a couple of breaks to you know try a couple of shorter form games and other things and then finish it and then start a new project Yeah. No. yeah well nice thank you well what about you Avalon? what has nerd culture done for you lately um
0: i so i've been playing a l- a few of the more popular like social distance fun time games more so lately i was like a little late on the among us slash jackbox train oh so, yeah 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 so that's been happening and i started rewatching doctor who
2: oh what yeah where did you start from from
0: from the beginning that
2: of the re-release of the re-release yes yeah yeah
0: yeah. the beginning that i personally acknowledge um yeah yeah. and it's interesting because i think this is my first watch through where i don't feel dismissive about season one right like i am like really digging it normally i'm like oh i gotta get through season one the budget is so bad yeah but there's some really really important and good stuff that happens in season one what the fuck is wrong with me i
2: i don't know how the entire bad wolf thing even makes sense if you didn't see season one it's like right like it's so yeah yeah. i feel like it's like you have to watch it but you don't want to watch it
0: but now i'm actually liking
2: it yeah the low budget is was hard to i think grab you in the beginning mm-hmm. when you're first watching the show it, and whereas like once we got to tenant like everything was a little bit easier to like di- digest and then yeah and then it sucked you in um but yeah I agree
0: I, yeah I'm wondering if it's old enough now that the that it it feels more campy that it looks so bad whereas at the
2: time
0: of my it first just, watch yeah. through it just was like <clears throat> bad
2: right right there is a distinct difference um but yeah season one you get jack yeah which i mean come on yeah i know (laughs)
0: there's a lot of really good episodes so anyway that's where i'm at uh i think that's i think that's largely it i've been watching a lot more streaming because i feel like i'm knowing more people who stream so are you
2: caught up on critical role
0: uh, I didn't see this past week, but otherwise, yes.
2: But otherwise, yes?
0: Yeah. I never got behind. I, I stuck with it.
2: Yeah. I did, and I did get behind. I missed a whole huge chunk of, like, a, a lot of episodes. Uh, But I watched the most recent few, mm-hmm. and, like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, like, yeah. so I, maybe it's just shocking to me because I skipped so much, but I came back and, like, there is, it is a weird, weird world we're in now. It is weird. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I enjoy it. Um, Actually, I was glad. I'm glad to have seen some of the smooching yeah. that has been happening.
0: Did you see the um, Caduceus arc?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think that's important. At least, it's like super.
2: To, yeah, super important. All I could think was the
0: name Talison. Yeah, <laughs> it's <just> like it's
2: <laughs> not that, but yeah.
0: Um, the yeah, where Caduceus gets his family.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's good. Me too. Um, so yeah, but also lots of streaming, like uh, the other streamers like variety streamers and gaming streamers yeah me too
0: i actually have started tuning in to a morning stream where she does like puzzles um like word puzzles and i am all about it i love really yeah it's game freak geek girl and she does cool like word puzzles that she will she posts in her her discord like a picture of it so you can do it along with her and like it's encouraged that you help it's not like you just watch her um but she's that's just so, so nice awesome. so soothing um so sweet
2: i love that yeah that's i just wanna, i
0: want to hype her so much she's the best <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's so cute yeah. i love that a lot well, that's great. Look at that. So many nice nerd things. So
0: nice. Um,
2: Yeah. And
0: I don't know if well, you want to call it a nerd thing, but I've been reading that book club book.
2: I think that totally counts. It totally counts. Yeah. Why
0: did I even say that? Reading a sci-fi yeah. book is totally a nerd thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, of course it is.
0: So, um, yeah, I've been reading
2: Dawn um,
0: and in theory for this nerd book club thing, but I don't know... I don't know where that's sitting right now. It's a little I have some herding cats feeling.
2: Ooh. Okay. Like herding cats. Oh herding cats. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I do not I don't I don't wanna ask about no. herding cats. I
0: mean but- every book club I've ever been in, it's like there's a lot of enthusiasm and then you don't wanna like nag people to see if they're reading, but at the same time, you know, like maybe people aren't actually gonna finish it and you know, it's it's just Anyone? coordinating you- it is hard.
2: Right, right well, not hard, every, yeah. I'm in my head about it Right, well it's not like The reading part is not a group activity But then the discussion part is a group activity So you're trying to coordinate
0: right.
2: in An individual task With then a, a group activity It's very, yeah It yeah. Is, is very difficult um, But I, I still think it's cool And I think, you know what, if you have a couple of months Where it's a little chaotic and maybe some people uh, Trickle in And, and then The people who don't really like it fizzle out and whatever, you know, you'll you'll wind up with a good group.
0: That's smart. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay.
2: All right. Well, I am still not going to tell you what the topic is till we're there. You're going to
0: let Francis tell me what the topic is? I'm
2: going to let Francis tell you what the topic is. But I'm going to tell you one thing right now. Francis is not going to know what the topic is. So Francis is going to have a hell of a mansplain minute.
0: All right. Well, that just means he's going to take longer to record.
2: (laughs) Great. Fantastic. This episode will be out in two weeks. (laughs) Uh, All right, Francis, take it away.
1: In a mansplain minute Everything's explained In a mansplain minute Ooh, tell the ladies what to say. In a Putting one minute on the man-watch and go. Lonely Girl 15. Usually when I'm asked to do the mansplain minute, I at least have a passing familiarity with the topic, which, as a cis man, is really all I need to tell you everything you need to know about it. But for this one, I had no idea what a Lonely Girl 15 even was. I thought at first that it was like a fanfic thing, maybe. That seems up Diana's alley. Anyway, I went on YouTube to watch a few episodes and it's rough. I guess the gist of it is it's sort of a modern day war of the worlds where you think you're watching a totally normal broadcast and then things start to go kooky and then totally off the rails and ultimately it's revealed to be a a big hoax. But the problem I have is that the first couple of episodes are so similar to what a 16-year-old girl's video blog would be like that... I found it to be totally unwatchable, so I don't know who would have stuck around long enough to be taken in by the hoax. I guess we'll find out in today's episode. That's your mansplain minute.
2: Okay, well, Francis tried, uh, but there is <laughs> did he though? I'm going to take this opportunity
0: to say I have actual beef with this mansplain minute from Stardew. You do. Yeah. What, what's the beef? I thought I thought it was a little harsh to suggest removing to guests because we don't have anything to talk about. I think that listen. I know op- it's satire, but I think I was a little bit like, "Well, shit, I don't really want people to think that."
2: It's not because it's not true. Yeah, we're moving to guests because we are tired. <laughs> <laughs> we need more <laughs> opinions. <laughs> oh no, that's the same thing. It's not. We just need more friends. Um, we need a buffer, is what it is. Yeah, because we get so mad our chemistry
0: at each other. is not what it used to be. <gasps> Don't And we say need that. someone else in the room you. to pretend like we like each other.
2: Yeah, I'll fight you right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. Even suggesting that. Um Avalon, I'm so excited to talk about this topic. So all right, look. I'm gonna misdirect you r- real quick. Okay. And I'll- I know when you misdirect someone, you're not supposed to tell them you're right. misdirecting them. <laughs> but that's <laughs> I know that I've broken the cardinal rule of mixed misdirection already out the gate.
0: Pen and teller are pissed.
2: Yeah, they're really pissed. Uh um but okay, so I want to talk I want to talk to you a little bit about the history and the evolution of the web show. And I know that this is something that's like something we all generally experience together. The the history and evolution of the web show, but what the fuck is the web show? The web show, the the form of media that, oh uh, <laughs> I thought it was the name published. of a show. Okay. No, 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 no. I mean it might be out there. There are so many web shows. Um okay. So in order to get to my actual topic, oh, no, I have I'm to... so
0: scared of what I think the topic is.
2: <gasps> oh my god, if you know it, I'm going to flip out and Probably be so not. excited. Okay. But Alright, in order to get to my topic, I have to explain the history of the web show in general in order to bring us there. So, we, we remember the internet pre-2005. Yeah. Between like the year 2000, between like before 2000 and up to about 2005, we had, you know, the internet was like a series of web pages that you had to go to to get any kind of content, be it cartoons that were being made uh comedy videos memes like any anything that you wanted to find you went to like several different web shows every time you wanted to seek out new content and in that time there were a couple of people who tried to make independently made web content um but the very few of them ever took off or became uh, popular as a series because it took a lot of effort. You had to pay for hosting in addition to um, creating, you know, high quality video content. Much like FemSplained. <laughs> Much like Fem-Splained. Uh So it was very difficult to do. So not a lot of them do it. Q 2005, YouTube becomes a thing. For the first year that YouTube is out... It's a land of chaos. There's a lot of people doing just basically vlogging where they're just basically doing what we were all previously doing on our live journals and Zangas and stuff, but they're just talking at a camera now. And every once in a while, like someone makes fan videos or, uh, or a comedy video or a short or something like that. But it's not till late 2005 when unfortunately this is how this starts but the lonely island who previously were like a comedy trio like that met in college making like the occasional web short and like doing like shitty comedy tours and stuff like that they make their web show and they get picked up by SNL and they are making like now to this day, making like huge, enormous, uh, big budget videos around their comedy. Them doing that in 2005 led to the boom of the web series that started between the years of 2006 to around (laughs) 2009. Okay. Uh, And this is where you have, the Vlog Brothers show up. Uh, you have uh, the Guild shows up. Jake and Amir shows up. Hey Ash, what you playing? Shows up. Uh, Doctor Harb will sing along. Blog all of these like popular web shows that uh, either run for short periods of time or long periods of time, but they they get success in this period of time, and most of them are made by small like. Creators making their debut and then be- becoming big from there. And then after that, 2009, things get a little sticky. You start to have like mainstream uh, franchises start making web show versions of their content, like Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Scrubs, uh, that that hit record thing that that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt did that what is that what is that it's a cult is what it is it's a cult where joseph gordon levitt scams people into giving him free content that he then profits off of it's the most intense like scam i've ever seen and it it should he should be he should be punched i follow it on twitter
0: but what blows my mind is i never see anything produced by these calls like
2: i don't understand because he's, he's aggregating it all this and stuff. releasing it for profit somewhere. Like that's what's happening. What is I it? Know. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. So we don't like so, Joseph
0: Gordon-Levitt is what I'm
2: hearing. No, I don't like him. Oh, damn. Uh, so then, then by 2012, the web series, France, it's become a land of chaos where it's mostly corporations trying failures, Uh, at their properties it's also so many so like the the kind of like rise to fame is not happening enough uh like as much and it's just a chaotic mess and then slowly things calm down and now today we have like the web show is essentially like normal tv just produced by regular people um and so that's, that's the general evolution of the web show. But we have to go back to the first year, 2006, the year that web shows became a thing for the first time. And we have to talk about maybe one of the first and definitely the first to do whatever it is that it did and definitely, I think, is... At least partially responsible for the success of the internet web series, and that's Lonely Girl 15. And you're not reacting, which means that you don't know what Lonely Girl 15 is. Is that?
0: No, I don't know what that is. <gasps>
2: Fuck, yes. Oh my God. Also, okay. how
0: dare you come onto what I thought was a safe <laughs> podcast? And educate me. <laughs> like some kind of a Wikipedia. We don't do that here. We don't have dates. We don't have details. We don't have. That was chronological. It was like you prepared that. Like I you didn't. thought about it ahead of time. And I am fucking
2: outraged. <laughs> do you know when I thought about doing this topic? At, at 1 p.m., I turned to Marty and I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna talk about today. I'm panicking. And I said, Marty, what do I like? What should I talk about? And he said, uh, and I said, holy shit, I know.
1: <laughs> I'm glad that he didn't get credit.
2: <laughs> no, he has no, he had no suggestions for me. Okay, uh, so I don't know what this is. All right, great. So Lonely Girl 15 was an internet phenomenon. So 2006, like I said, YouTube was primarily people vlogging or like videotaping them doing dumb shit and posting it online. It was not the polished and weirdly corporate place it is right now. Um, And so there was a channel that started called Lonely Girl 15. And it was a young girl um, who made a vlog from her bedroom. And she was very likable. She was like an introverted girl who didn't really like to go out much. She only had one friend. It was her best friend, Daniel, who came over, you know, on most days to hang out with her, was clearly in love with her, but she did not see it um, and just kind of talked about her life, her frustrations, fights with her parents, blah, 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 you know, normal teenage girl stuff. So
0: is this a vlog or is this a web series?
2: wait so yeah so for five months people are watching this vlog and over those five months that she's vlogging about her life Daniel's coming over every once in a while something weird happens and the people watching start to get very invested and then sometimes very worried about this girl like she would come home with um Uh, At some points, like a uh, like an IV port in her arm or a bandage on Uh, or some days she would start to make a video and then she'd be like, I'm just too tired and like turn it off and go to sleep. Uh, Sometimes her parents would walk in, kick Daniel out in like a in a rage and be like, you're not supposed to be here like she needs to rest, blah, blah, blah. So people started thinking she's sick or maybe her parents are just controlling. Like people start to become worried. Um, and then Daniel gets upset, makes his own blog. Where he is like, I'm going to uh, her house. Uh, her parents said they had to take her to some medical appointment. And I just, I, d- I don't understand. She's not sick. Like, this doesn't make any sense. And he goes and makes this blog and goes into her house and finds something, uh, some like, uh, I, f- I forget what it is that he finds, but he finds something with like some, some document in a language that he doesn't recognize. And he posts it, uh, you know, on their website, like the the bl- their blog website for the YouTube page, um, for people to, like, try to help figure it out. And five months into this, people get so upset that they have to make an announcement to say that it's not real. But they keep going on with this web so show as if it is a real blog that is just revealing that this girl's family is a part of a cult oh. and uh, and it gets. <laughs> yeah. So after that, it gets it now that they're kind of off leash, uh, but it, they never drop the facade that this is a real girl, a real vlog um, and that, uh, you know, Daniel is like trying to figure this out you know, eventually tries to, like, um, convince her to get out of it. But she's still, like, sort of brainwashed. She's still sort of in it. Um, and eventually, like, like they meet, like, another friend across the country that is also vlogging. And then they, they sort of, like, combine channels and, like, become uh, this group who are, like, fighting against this big secret cult. So the story itself is like maybe i mean it's so mundane like the the cult is so not developed it's just like a a ominous cult that literally (laughs) is seeking something trait positive girls They don't even come up with a name for what the trait is. It's just that these girls are trait positive. They Mm -hmm. have some sort of trait that is not defined. And they're taking them and they're uh, doing some sort of like medical extraction for the rest of the cult members from these girls. And so they get brainwashed into the cult. There's these parts where they like go... uh, oh <laughs> they go like across the country to this like rich vloggers house that they like met online and all these relationships like are designed to look like they organically arose like this guy was just making his own vlog for the last four months and they then hit him up to be like this guy has a ton of money maybe he can help us like because we need money to like I don't I, to get supplies to go in and fight this whatever mm-hmm. whatever Um. But whatever they there, everything is pre-planned and pre and, and scripted and it goes on for so long. But the popularity of it really hinges on those four months with this organic growth of people really believing that they're invested in just this average girl who has pr- a pretty seemingly mundane life, but then like starting to look deeper into these things that are 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 seemingly wrong and going on with her. <laughs> so, I think that if we had had this
0: topic 6 months ago, I would have said, "What amazing performance art and dedication. I am so curious about how someone so young had such a large vision, but all I can think is not that this led to Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog, but that this definitely led to QAnon.
2: All right, I mean, f- sure, for for there, I mean, I it's a long journey to get there, but like, a- absolutely, the dots are there. <laughs> Listen,
0: I think that this girl may have f- founded QAnon. That's what I
2: think. Well, okay, first of all, Lonely Girl Fifteen Jessica Rose did not make. <laughs> lonely girl 15 she made the vlog as lonely girl 15 but she was an actress hired by the guy who made lonely 15 who is some dude who dropped out of a surgical residency made this and then never made anything
0: else oh so she she was not (laughs) she's just an actress yeah she's an actress
2: they all all the all the people who made the vlogs were actors all right uh There were, like, four people in total and then, like, a couple of, like, extras down the line when they finally had to meet the cult, which, like, you know in a monster movie that's not good when they finally show the monster? Yeah, it was really like that. I bet. Uh, Yeah. The vlog vlog journey, the vlog leg of the show was certainly the best. Once they realized they, like, had to drive the plot forward and like actually confront the cult yeah. things started getting fucking bad uh at really bad um but don't get me wrong i still watched it i also still watched like one of the spin-off shows that they made uh where they had they made a couple of spin-offs where like there was another girl existing in the same universe mm. But that wound up just being, like, another girl with the same pos- – like, a different personality is encountering exactly the same thing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which didn't really take off. Uh, and then they did two spinoffs that were, like, sequels where there there was, like, an outbreak of, I don't know, t- trait positivity <laughs> or whatever. Um, there, there was a lot uh, – there or or you know oh god there were three there were three of them i didn't see all three uh but but yeah so they they continued making these for for years i think till like probably like 2012 um that's amazing
0: i would first of all imagine that any day now we're going to get another one
2: Okay, so actually... Oh, my God. In 2016... So, okay. So after Lonely Girl 15, the first one ends, the actress, who is Lonely Girl 15, gets her her big break into mainstream television and gets cast on a show called Greek, which is one of my guilty pleasure shows. I watch it oh. when I am sick and I will not apologize. Um, it is a like daytime yeah primetime soap opera about people in fraternities and sororities it's exactly as good as you expect it to be um and she got cast as a secondary recurring character on this show and um I think 11 episodes after they wrote it in that her character betrayed absolutely everybody and got kicked off the show uh and so that didn't really last she was in a couple of other things that i don't know or recognize and then in 2016 from the lonely girl 15 account she posted a video that was like short and ominous and suggested that the show was coming back and that is the last we've ever heard from lonely girl 15 the franchise was in 2016 with that message
0: wow this is fascinating (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah it is fascinating it's what's beautiful is that it is so it was so experimental it could only have existed at in that brief window of time Mm -hmm. um because now everything that is a web show is a scripted you know pre-planned you know show very little of it is like organic vlogging anymore you know it is all kind of like this pre-written stuff um And just like the way people engaged with it and wanted to be a part of like this girl's life. And and also like on top of that, you could you straight up just could not uh, mislead people in that way anymore. Mm -hmm. Like which is a good thing, like because you should like people were very scared uh, when they saw like some of the things that were happening to this girl. And um, it just it was it was very risky to to do that for as the as many months as they did without revealing that it was scripted.
0: I definitely thought that you were going to say that it was this girl like faking having a terminal illness for money or something like that in the beginning. Like I had no idea where this was going.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, that was like one of the theories too. They sure. we were like, you know, but she never asked for anything. Mm. She, you know, she her the web, the the YouTube channel got popular, but besides that, nothing, you know. She wasn't asking for for gifts or money or anything like that. Um and and then like her parents, you know, flipping out on her on camera and stuff like that was like a a thing that kept happening that definitely made people worried. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And like it just, you know, it it would be very, very irresponsible and bad to do that. Yeah. Um, In hindsight. So, but it was, it was such, so experimental and it became so massive that I certainly think it inspired more narrative, stories to be told through the format of a web show
0: so you think it inspired other web shows
2: mm-hmm. for sure
0: because what I'm surprised is that this wasn't repurposed in some kind of like a large
2: studio hollywoody way
0: like this feels like something that would have they would have seized onto and made like a swim fan-esque movie
2: right yeah I think that that was probably what they hoped would happen yeah um eventually they did get like a they they get did get enough money to make a studio like that mm. then produced more web shows but they were never able to like go I think as big as they probably aspired to um from what I can tell um and like you know I like, a lot of the music I remember was made with, like, the, the, the like, pre-generated tracks that come with the basic version of GarageBand. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Like, it's, like, like this is very, very, um you know, homemade. uh. But part of that is funny, and part of that is exactly what led to its success because it really did feel like you were watching this happen to someone you know or, like, somebody you could imagine. And the the guild is the one that comes to mind that really does start.
0: Thought you were, this was going to be when I had my aha moment,
2: but the guild came out basically a year after this show started and, um, started kind of that same way. This is just a girl vlogging about her experience as being a gamer. Um, and like, and then turned into a narrative plot. Of course, not with the like the assumption that this is like this is true sure. or like the you know the the manipulativeness of lying to people um but yeah it 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 definitely to me is like a a necessary plot point on what entertainment is now
0: <laughs> well also just thank you so much for archiving what feels like a really important part of the internet's history,
2: yeah, I you know I feel like not enough, not enough people are are, are really cat cataloging uh, this, but the, I it has such a very important place on the timeline, um, and and yes, I think that the people who are comfortable with making content that lies so blatantly about uh, people's health and safety uh, in present day are uh are definitely QAnon people. Um I'm just saying, sure. I
0: feel like there's a thread. There's a thread connecting these two
2: moments. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I would I haven't done those dots. I don't know where those dots all lie yet because thankfully as much as I am aware of QAnon, I feel like I I really don't know the f- the depth to which sure. that reaches and I'm kind of happy for that because I, I I think that I'm scared of enough things right now that I don't know if I have room to understand that fully. Sure. Um, but um, but yeah, I'm sure that there's definitely some, some, some plot points here that, that lead to there. So, Lonely Girl 15,
0: 2020. <laughs> If something like this were to happen organically with our current internet, it would be on TikTok. Um, what? Oh, okay. I was going to say what would lonely girl look like on TikTok.
2: So let's see. Maybe what's what's fiction anymore? I feel like superpowers. Superpowers. There you go. Okay, so she, (laughs) good. So she can can make her dancing videos, grow a platform, and then she makes one video where she's talking about something else, but she mindlessly, like, stirs her spoon without touching it or something. And she doesn't draw attention to it, but people blow it up and start freaking out. And she pretends it never happens, deletes the video, uh, and is, like, totally denying it people will re-upload the video to other places calling her out being like you have to tell us and those people calling her out will be also in the cast of this of this web show yeah and so they're calling her out she has to confront them um and they get into a fight and then eventually those people are like uh we apologize like we spoke to her in private like and, you know, we're sorry. Uh, it was just just a misunderstanding. And people are like, what do you mean a misunderstanding? And they will stop making call-out videos of her. And all of a sudden, they'll start making content together. And then in some of their videos, you'll see, like, little bits of, like, magic pop up. Like, you know, uh, their eye color changing, like, in the middle of their... Uh, videos or something like that and the conspiracy will spread that she is able to give people magic powers and then maybe down the line we're wondering like what the price of that is like maybe we see uh Mm. like some of them uh start to uh like make i don't know i don't know what the consequence would be maybe like aging aging yeah yeah aging would be good um so we got like an s uh, like uh, an fx kind of uh, thing going on, and uh, yeah. So that that's my pitch for the TikTok version of Lonely Girl 15.
0: That's so good.
2: <laughs> Thank, you.
0: Thank I'm, you. I why let's all right. Well, as soon as we get off of this, we'll we'll make.
2: Them. Yeah, I'll start making it. Please <laughs> do. Gonna find someone who can dance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's
0: that's definitely the hardest part of that.
2: Wow, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was a like it was a phenomenal um, n- not it was not phenomenal as a, a as a show as I said the 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 actual plot when you really looked into it was just so basic, <laughs> um, but but the execution of it was something so interesting and then the way that other characters got introduced down the line took so much preparation and like set up in order to do this you know having people who also did not have like web presences or had not been in anything like doing these these other accounts and then kind of getting recruited into this resistance group against this cult that winds up being like a huge order that has ties to the cops and like ties to politics and like can get away with whatever they want and um, Diana this is QAnon yeah, yeah. <laughs> lonely girl
0: 15 is
2: QAnon Uh
0: yeah Oh my god. Okay, so you have said repeatedly throughout this episode how everybody was doing this web show business. Has baby Diana been inspired by Lonely Girl 15 in any way? <sighs> um because I know you had some like interesting art projects that you were part of in college. <laughs>
2: No, they like, oh my god. Well I thought what? you did the whole stop
0: motion thing. Like that kind of seems
2: Oh my god. Okay, so so what Avalon's referring to, Alex <laughs> listens to this podcast, so I don't even know how to address this. Uh is that is that my 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 friend Alex, when we were when I when I was in college and and I, I'm gonna just come out and say it so dangerously depressed uh that (laughs) that it was a dark dark time but Alex um who is a very creative person with a very varied amounts of creative skill sets um did get into stop motion and made some really epic videos um but I did sort of get you know uh sucked into that for a while where you know we had some stop-motion software and, uh, and recorded some videos. Um, really, it's just a, there's one video of me as a cartoon character with no shirt on, and that is somewhere on YouTube and has been there since 2009 and has not gotten taken down, despite it definitely being against the terms of service for YouTube. <laughs> But it's still there. I still I go and look at it every once in a while, and it's definitely still there. But there, it's also there with some other really good and artistic stop motion videos. Uh, <laughs> so there was that. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not like a uh, a creative project of mine. Well, it was uh, like you
0: you were a collaborator.
2: I was a collaborator That's on, all I on that. About. Sure. Uh, the other thing, the other only other thing that I did really in college creatively was, was posting music that <laughs> should never have been made on a MySpace account, um, for, uh, uh, no drugs were harmed in the making of this band, a very obviously ironic music piece where we did a lot of drugs and then made music in one take and then posted it online. Uh, so, so those were my two college-era projects, which did occur within that time frame <laughs> that we were talking about. Sure, sure. <laughs> Between 2006 and 2009. Uh, but thankfully, none of that ever had any sort of virality because I don't think I would be making any sort of content here today if it had. Um, So I'm grateful. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But um, we did think Alex and I did think for a while that we were going to revolutionize the pornography industry by making it stop motion. We were like, this is the one thing they haven't done is stop motion <laughs> uh, in porn. Um, And it turns out, as we discover, that there's a good reason for that. It's not, it doesn't look good, is the reason. Yeah. It lo- looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so you know, what? That, I,
0: I, I really like the ingenuity there.
2: Yeah, you know, it's just like, what hasn't been done yet? And that was the only thing we could think sure. of. Sure. Yeah, which says a lot about where we were. At our, <laughs> in our lives at that time i think um so uh so yeah so that's what happened there um as far as lonely girl 15 having an influence on me making content I think lines can be drawn that connect it to other forms of internet media that maybe had a, an influence on me and we can sort of like like six degrees uh from kevin bacon that 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 line there but i don't think i was ever (laughs) i ever had the urge to make uh a narrative web show that that was like that no
0: can you indulge me in doing those six degrees
2: sure okay so i think that lonely girl 15 uh Definitely influenced and led to the guild, mm. which led to Felicia Day becoming a nerd icon and superstar in the in the nerdosphere, especially for femme folk. Which directly led to me feeling confident in making content in general and putting it on the internet, uh, and uh, specifically nerdy content, which has led to uh um me being bold enough to reach out to other nerdy creators who are better at making content than me and uh somehow making things with them sure so yeah so there th- i think i think that's how it gets there
0: i would say
2: lonely girl 15 to the guild
0: -hmm. To geek and sundry, Mm -hmm. to critical role, yes. To me, feeling like I'm allowed to play D and D,
2: yes. To now, yes. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, there's yeah. Lonely girl fifteen is why we're here. Yeah, thanks, lonely girl. Lonely girl fifteen led to femsplained existing.
0: Well, no, femsplained has its own origin. I'm just talking about my own involvement in TTRPG.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay.
0: Because Fem's playing is pre-critical pre role. That's well, true. Well, not, not like
2: pre-critical role, existing, but pre-me knowing about critical about role. About critical yeah. role, which is the same thing. Yeah. If you didn't know it existed, yeah, exactly. it can't have influenced it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little bit that's of a
0: good. Schrodinger's cat
2: situation. Yeah. Yes. Schrodinger's critical role. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh okay good well i'm glad that we found uh all the ways in which lonely girl 15 has influenced our lives well now i feel Um, like
0: we had a responsibility to talk about this sooner because it was such like a catalyzing moment
2: i don't know why i didn't talk about it sooner i i guess like sometimes it just it it erases itself from my brain sometimes and then and then pops in at the weirdest times um where I, like, I, I just, like, need to remind myself that it was a real thing that happened. Um, I think you should feel bad about that. I do feel bad about that, genuinely. Um, you know what? Like, the, uh, I, one of the guys that, so, like, it, there, they, there was, like, a, a kind of stereotypical plot where, like, every guy that met this girl was in love with her you know, um, and wanted to protect her and save her. Right. Um, And uh, the two main guys were Jonas and Daniel. Daniel's her best friend since childhood, and he's the one that's over her house all the time in the beginning of the show when it's still, like, when people still think it's real. And he's, like you know, part of the intrigue is that like all the viewers know that he's in love with her because they're just watching how he talks to her and they're all frustrated because she doesn't know and they're like trying to tell her in the comment section um, of every video. And um, and then later on when like the plot thickens, we get uh, we get Jonas who's like the rich guy that gets kind of dragged into this um, and Uh, and starts to help them and then i think later on somebody in his family winds up also being trait positive so he has to like get deeper involved or whatever and he was so handsome Mm. and so like there was like this long slow burn of like will they won't they with daniel and and brie who i think i haven't said for the first time is is the girl's yeah. <laughs> the, like, name. Uh so so there's this like will they won't they that's been going on for like a year and then we meet Jonas who's like super handsome and like she, I think she pretty much like only almost immediately like winds up in a relationship with him. And I just I I distinctly remember like the outrage. Yeah. That like came from that choice and then i think they had to like love triangle in some things to like undo the walk that drip. back yeah yeah <laughs> that came from that decision so what's my homework your homework is to watch the like the first episode of lonely girl 15 at least they're okay. short they're all very short um I, I no, all I, the I was way to-
0: making a face because I feel like the first episode, like, why, why bother?
2: Right. Well, okay. I just, I guess I want you to see the first episode in particular because I want you to see how much of, like, like a, a vlog this seemed like. Sure. Um, but one thing I did want to bring up that I thought I, ha- I have to give credit to, because the show did sort of, like, go off on many different rails um at, at like as they as they really had to like move this plot forward and and come to its conclusion the end though was done in a very innovative way which is another thing that sort of um I think it, it was super innovative for its time was the finale of it and again up until the very end they didn't ever stop treating it like this was organic and so they said like we're going to you know they basically were breaking in uh to like this cult headquarters (laughs) where they do this medical procedure uh on these girls and brie has officially been taken she's she's with them and it's just the boys and this other girl that i completely forget what her thing is uh but she got she she also became part of the resistance um and so the three of them have to do this big break-in to try to to get brie out before they do this medical procedure on her Mm -hmm. and so they're like we obviously can't film this whole thing uh but we want to keep you involved and also we need your help on certain things like throughout the show like they would post like Symbols that they found and people would decode them for them. Oh, I mean, obviously yeah. it, it, it always was like, it was always just a Nordic rune. Like <laughs> it was just always that. Um But, you know, they, they would have like symbols or other languages that they did that nobody um that was there spoke and people would translate stuff for them uh, or, you know, find out what the symbol was or, um, I don't know, different things Yeah, that, that then the chat would, uh, would figure out for, for them. Um, so that's how they justified filming all of this, was that they were, one, documenting it, and also they needed everybody's help. And they were like, we can't, oh, obviously, we're going to be doing this. We can't film everything. But we're going to check in with you guys every hour. Mm-hmm. And so the finale was all night one night every hour like a two minute video got posted oh like for this whole night while they were doing this so it felt like in real time we were getting these like updates of this increasingly intense situation um uh, that was you know basically them like checking in sometimes like at by the end like them like hiding in a closet somewhere with like like bleeding injuries all over their face, like as they were getting closer to it. Mm -hmm. And I love that the ending is that they didn't succeed and she died. What? Yeah. They didn't get there in time. And I thought that that was very. uh, Then how did she post again in 2016? That I don't know. Oh my God. That I don't know. Cause I, when the finale actually ended i was like well i am not gonna continue to watch but then apparently other things happened so who knows how the Mm. how that conclusion led to that that i don't know interesting but i thought that that was very innovative that's innovative whatever
0: (laughs) (laughs) the whole thing's innovative are you happy yes well goodness what a rabbit hole yeah yeah it is well how do you feel now that that's out now that you've exercised it from yourself.
2: I feel like I think everybody needs to admit that they watched Lonely Girl 15. I, I need people to admit it to me. Yeah. I need people to confront that this is something that happened to us. And I think we need to deal with it together and, and, and accept it. I'm That's what I feel.
0: I wonder if this will have the plane effect where within the next couple where- of weeks... <laughs> <laughs> it will suddenly be in mainstream
2: news. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I hope so. Certainly, I hope so. God.
0: All right. Well, I'll watch it.
2: Good. Please do. What are you doing after this?
0: Um, Just enjoying my day off.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't
0: have any big plans. Um, I'm going to eat something. I'm going to hang out with Robin. Oh. Maybe I'll do some laundry. I don't know. You could skip
2: it. Yeah, you can skip that. That's what
0: are you doing?
2: I'm actually gonna go watch Mystery Men with my Discord. <gasps> That's a good choice. I'm do yeah, I'm really excited. I don't forget how it came up in chat, but we everybody was like, "That's the next one."
0: Oh, <laughs> awesome! Yeah. Okay, and maybe I'll do a little bit of a little bit of planning for a little bit of a special February thing we're doing.
2: Who special things? Yay! Please do.
0: Yep. Cool. Cool. All right. Well. Before we go, I want to make sure that I thank our VIP Patreons. Yeah, thank we you. Got Daniel. Boop boop boop. Uh, that, that's not the right noise. What's the noise? Wah, wah, wah. You do it. Wah, pew pew pew. No, like the air horn noise.
2: Wop There you go. Okay, I'll
0: do it again. <laughs> Don't cut any of this out. Okay, good. I will We've got Daniel. Wop <laughs> that sounded more like the suspense noise like dun dun dun, dun. Yeah. all right <laughs> we got nuance wah, 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 wah. we got chris wah, 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 wah. i said nuance's name like i was disappointed in her but really i was just disappointed in us yeah <laughs> that's fair all right well thank you all so much for your support um and if any listeners are interested in helping us out with things like hosting fees and seeing some backstage content while we do our homework please yeah. feel free to go support us on patreon.com slash podcast that's it just nope. so just yeah, okay, just just <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right oh and then all do right, the follows.
0: oh no you oh yeah follow us.
2: <laughs> yeah also follow us on Twitter Femsplained cast Instagram at Podcast, and if you're on Facebook still I'm sorry to you yes but you can find us there just search Femsplained podcast. we're there
0: absolutely if you want to reach out to us we are Podcast at gmail.com. yes and feel free to like subscribe, give us five stars. Write a review. It helps. If you're not going to give us five stars, please just
2: don't. Just go. Go. Just go. Go somewhere else. Get out of here. Get out of here.
0: Get out out of here. here. (laughs) Go. Don't you see? I don't love you anymore. I don't love you anymore. Get out of here. That's it. All All
2: right. Bye. Bye.